Welcome to the Red Light Report, your number one source for all things red light therapy, where you will learn how to optimize your health, wellness, and longevity with the power of photobiomodulation. I'm your host, Dr. Mike Belkowski. Welcome back to another episode of the Red Light Report. Today, we have calling in from Puerto Rico, a gentleman who has been reaching out to me because we have mutual interests, specifically in in the red light therapy realm, believe it or not. And this young gentleman, he goes by the name Mito. It's not his legal name, but he is known as Mito, which may or may not have something to do with the mitochondria. But I'll let him explain that. But regardless, so he's been reaching out to me. We've been having conversations, going back and forth, lots of things about red light therapy, mitochondria, health and wellness, that type of stuff, of course. But I'll have him introduce himself. He has a very interesting background And he's very impassioned, like myself, to help people heal and improve their well-being through the power of light. Not just red light therapy, but light altogether. Uh, So without further ado, Mito, welcome to the show. I mean, we've briefly known each other, but just a couple of conversations we've had on phone. I've been very intrigued with your knowledge base, your expertise, and again, your your passion for this relatively niche but ever-growing space of, of light therapy, specifically red light therapy. So just give us a background, all your different roles and expertises, and just how you've gotten to where you are present day. Okay, Mike. Thank you very much for having me on your show. I started out back in 1992, and it's because of a situation I had with my loved ones. My uncle in November of 1991 died of cancer, and my father, months after that, died of cancer. But my grandmother also died. Then in 1995, something unexpected happened. My daughter was 11 years old. She was diagnosed with cancer and given six months to live. But anyway, not to say that I woke up there in that time, my wife and I uh, started studying and got interest in these health issues. And we were able to rescue our daughter. Our daughter today is alive and well. And we did a couple of things and, and it worked out. And since then, my wife and I have made a commitment to try to help as many people as possible. However, there's always some difficulty because people do not believe that there's an opportunity of change. Our body has the power to change, but we have to believe a little bit. As I always say, I believe him. I believe in his nature. That's why I'm an engineering environmental scientist. I study these things. I go to different places and I try things that are related to health, food, water, and things like that. And after those years of the, that I got out of the sickness of my, of my daughter, I started bringing into Puerto Rico an ultraviolet light. I use ultraviolet light, and I figured out that through the ultraviolet light, there had to be some other stuff. And this was weird because I noticed that if you can kill some bacteria with it, there had to be other other lights, let's say colors, that would be good to help out because UV is good to a certain amount, and it is combined in the environment with red light. Red light, we have about 54% versus UV 16. And you have green light and you have some other lights. However, the most potent one, the one that we've been using and the one that I found out about in, in 2020 was red light and near infrared light. 
And I started getting involved. The thing is, it's very difficult to get some answers because it's something that has been around probably since 1903 when Neil Spenson appeared with his, his trial and he was successful in, in certain instances because he was able to use light to cure some sickness. That being said, I started using these lights and I said, oh, let me, let me tr bring one in. And I did bring one in and I started to fool around with it. And I was astonished what it could do. When COVID came, it was fun. I have to say it was fun. It was really fun because, you know, it took probably about, I'd say about 10 minutes to get rid of it. Naturally, I did use some other stuff. I didn't use any antibiotics. I didn't use any chemical, any, any chemistry. No, I used stuff that would work out because I'm totally natural. I don't like to use synthetic stuff. And in 30 years, I haven't even taken a pill for a headache. So that'll give you an idea where I'm standing at and the things that can be, that you can do, not only me, that everybody here can do just as long as you believe in nature. It's out there. Of course, we, you don't see, you believe in a lot, a lot of people believe in stuff. They believe, probably they've never been to Russia, probably they've never been to Spain, some of you guys, but you do believe in that. So the same thing is, well, there's this plant outside. There's this plant that has a photocatalyst on it, which is called titanium dioxide. That reflects the sun. And the, the plant takes advantage of that for its nutrition. So if that happens, and they have mitochondria, which is one of the, everybody calls the powerhouse, I call it life. And we have, well, that means that there's something here. That's where I understand we have to be. Now, medicine is okay. And I always say it's okay. But, you know, you're going to go to, to, to a doctor. You're going to be there five or ten minutes. And I think we have to help the doctor a little bit. If you help him out, if he gives you some advice, and he does, he's not going to know everything, but he's going, to, he's going to try to do his best. And that's the way we have to see in a positive way, always a positive way. And we're going to give him the rest. You know, because we're going to try to do ourselves, because if we got sick, if we have a problem in our condition, diabetes, problems with the liver, with the heart, it's something we did wrong. We ate wrong, or our environmental circumstances has affected us, but we have to find out. We have to be proactive, and once we, pro we are proactive, we start curing and helping cure ourselves along with the doctor. And one of the things that we can do is, okay, let's use the doctor, but let's use red light. Let's use infrared, near-infrared light. Let's use some other stuff that's around there. Let's study. Let's find out more. And let's transcend to another area where things are going to be different and people are going to be healthy. And that is my belief, and that's just only the, the start. But I hope that the people that are listening to me understand that you can do it. Don't be scared of cancer. Don't be scared of diabetes. Don't be scared of heart disease. Deal with it. But be responsible. People have to be responsible. I made changes. I saw things during this year. And here, while I got here to Puerto Rico, I was dealing with some people here and showing them how the red light functions. I had this person that had a, a big hump in his back. I started using my light. I gave him red light. 
approximately what took about two months, and the person was walking straight afterwards. I had another person that didn't believe and just had an operation in the leg. Her leg was, had a big inflammation. It was hurting. I, th- I told her, let me put the, the light on you for just a second. When I finished, the person said, no, that didn't work. Then all of a sudden, after, after about 10 minutes, she noticed that the pain was gone and the inflammation went, started going down. And those are things like that. I can give some testimonies of other people that I, I've been touching so they can take advantage of the red light and some other stuff that I try to promote. Food, especially, there's things you have to do to combine that with red light because you need photoreceptors and that you're going to get in the food. So you covered a lot there, Mito. Appreciate yeah, I know. All that information. I really do. I know, I know we're going to go a lot of good places in this conversation just as we have in our prior phone calls, but you glossed over an extremely important anecdote, and that was you saving your daughter from cancer. And I don't know if you want to detail some of the things that you did, but if you would go ahead, because I, I think a lot of people's ears perked up when you said that you basically resolved your, your daughter's cancer. I mean, she's still alive today doing well. So that would beg the question, what did that guy do? If you want to detail, please do. If not, no worries, and we can just move forward. Well, guys, BioLite has what's called bundles. So simply go to the BioLite website, BioLite.shop, go into products, and there will be a tab for bundles. With each of these bundles, there's three of them, you save 20% off on the entire package. For example, we have the Beauty Bundle, which includes a Shine and Stand, a Guardian Plus, and the Longev Revive Cream. So that bundle of three products, you save 20% off the entire package. There's the Recovery Bundle. That includes the Recharge Plus panel, the Guardian mouthpiece, and then the Longev recover cream and that recover cream is just like the revive cream except it has added cbd oil infused into it that package of three items all comes at 20 percent off and then the last bundle which is the most versatile bundle in the sense that you get to pick and choose what products you want you get to pick and choose from the recharge plus panel the restore plus panel or the matrix full body mat and then you get to choose between the guardian and guardian plus and then you get to choose between the revive and the recover cream it also includes the shine and stand so you get to choose between black and silver by purchasing those four products in the ultimate bundle you save 20 percent off all of the products you also save 20 percent off shipping so literally the entire package and shipping is 20 percent off so if you're ever needing some red light therapy products and are looking for a discount just remember the bundles are always 20 percent off 365 days a year no coupon code necessary what i can tell you is that i did things that are not common and that in those things, I use food. I use some food. I can tell you I use a liver. I can tell you I use Gatorade, probably a gallon a day, to keep her, you know, with all the electrolytes. At that time, the, the Gatorade that I used did not have any added sugars. Mm. Okay? So it was good. I used the, the sun. I made sure that people that were, that were worried about her weren't around. So, you know, I have family that is against me because of that, but she's alive and that's all I care. And I worked with her physical being, physiology, the food that she needed to eat, and with her, uh, with the psychology in where she was at. And she did believe that she was going to be cured. So I did that and I did some other stuff. But if somebody needs to know, I'd be glad to talk about that, but that would be something 
for the person who has the cancer always. And also, I want to say that during the treatment, which is very important to know, and this is the, the, the reason we were very aggressive, we made sure to know every angle, even the medication they were giving to her. And in certain occasions, we learned the certain medications that they're going to put, and we had controversy. Let's say it that way. And we didn't let them put it. At one time, a nurse came over, and they, they were going to hit her with a, a medication. The medication, since I know, and my wife were studying this, would have killed her because of the chemo that they were giving at that time. The chemo that they were giving at that time was the, the red one, okay? It was the worst kind. She felt like she was going to die. But we put it in, we put it in, and we started giving her a gallon of Gatorade every day, and it was out. All the children that were in the hospital during that time had to be there more times. She went only once when we figured this out. And people didn't want to pay attention to us because if you believe too much, in something, you'll go with that. And I understand that. And people have the right to, to decide. But there's other things out there. And you know, and just like you learn to walk when, you were, you, when you're born and you start walking, you learn also to do some other things, but you have to want. And then comes change. I say that our daughter is alive because we believe God. We believe that there was something great in that, in that in nature. And we used everything that we could, okay? And we did everything, not the book, but out of the book. And we helped the doctor cure our daughter. And that's how we were able to do it. There's more, but there's some things that I'd like, that has to be with, with the person that has the situation. And we have to figure out the psyches of the person, where the person's at. Because that's something very important to deal with. Now, one of the things that we noticed during that time, and, I, and this is something that I want everybody to know, is that sometimes somebody would be diagnosed with cancer. For example, cancer in the ovaries, cancer in the kidneys. And what it was, wasn't really nothing big because you can deal with it. Or cancer in the lungs for some women. We caught a person during my daughter's treatment that it was like a cyst in her lungs, and we said, let me find, this, find out what this is. And we told her, no, nah, I don't think that's cancer. Okay, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor, but I study it, and I'm watching it. And you know what it was? The lady had menstruation. When you, ladies, some ladies have menstruation, they can find some, some cyst and things that might occur in different parts of the body. So it's no big deal. So that's, those are the things you have to watch out for. Because then you can get involved in something that really might not be necessary. And that's why you have to take the decision, who, what are you going to do? You're going to take responsibility or you're going to leave it all to the doctor? The doctor needs help, needs your help. So find out first and then deal with the condition, be it cancer, be it diabetes, be it heart disease, be it digestive. I've seen already two people die because of digestive failure. And we had the situation with my, my father-in-law. And we got him out of the, the situation with his digestive system. And we used alternative methods because we can do that. And they keep on using the doctor to a certain point. But it was 
now 90 and probably 10% of the doctor. And he came out of it. And then he, everything was, was fine. So there are things you can do in cancer and all these conditions, but you have to take the decision. And you have to use a combination of things. Don't think that red light is going to be the only thing that's going to work out. Because red light will work if you have photoreceptors. But if you don't have photoreceptors, you're going to have a problem. If you drink things like, say, methylene blue, which I use it, and it helps out increase the potential of cure, it'll do the job. Because methylene blue, a lot of people might not know it, but it does have some copper and it does have some metals. Okay, the metals are going to be reduced because you purify it and you're not going to have it with all the metals. So it has to be purified. It has to be a pharmaceutical grain, but it still has. So we're going to have photoreceptors in that. We're going to have photoreceptors in foods like spinach. That's one of the best ones. And carrots. Seta, seta, seta. There's a lot of stuff that's really good. Now, we got to try to reduce the oxidation. Now, if you want to decrease meat, because I don't tell nobody to decrease meat, but to stop eating meat, but you can decrease meat, you'll have a better chance. Because there's something that occurs that I will not say that you'll have to find out. And it's in the internet, but I don't want to say it. So the less meat you eat, the better it is. No, and it's not because of the environment. No, it's because of your health. Because we weren't made to make meat. I'm, I'm a 30-year vegetarian. I don't eat meat. And absolutely. And I don't, I don't crave for it. So I'm health all the way. And it's not because... It's not because of that I want to live forever. I want to live healthy. I want to die healthy. That's the way you're supposed to go, you know, without suffering. And in my family, thank God, people that used to work in the agriculture, like my uncle, died 107. Like my great-grandmother died 114. Like my aunt died 90. I have an aunt that has 97 and so on. So, and I'm sure a lot of people out there that are listening to me are in the same condition. They probably haven't thought about why my, my, my grandmother, my aunt are, are living that much. But you gotta, you gotta think what they did. And by the way, they were out in the sun, okay? Now we're not much in the sun, at least a lot of people. I'm here, I'm in Puerto Rico, I'm, you know, we're doing right now 80, 86 degrees, and I go out in certain hours be, be until 9.30. I can go out early in the morning, then I can go out again after four o'clock. Or I might go midday, five or 10 seconds, 10, 10, 10 minutes. But that's something that people don't seem to be proactive. You have to find out why did Mito say that. And, you'll, and, you'll, and that way you will be convinced. Not that I say it, you find out. It's there, it's out there in the internet. It's in books. There's libraries in medicine, medical libraries that you can go to if you want to. Because in the case of some peer reviews, I have found them to be insufficient because the person who writes the peer review isn't even a doctor or even a researcher. They just give him the, 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 the paper, he writes out, he looks what it is, okay, it's good. Then we have a problem because it's, it's not accurate, it's not reliable, it's not trustworthy. And we need that when we're talking about health. So that's my encouragement to everybody. Do it that way, and you'll be healthy. Do it that way, and don't think you're going to live forever. Die happy. So I have a handful of questions, Mito. 
But again, appreciate all the messages and all the, all the thoughts. I mean, those are all fantastic, which elicit some questions. But I want to go back just one brief moment again to your daughter's recovery from cancer. And I'm wondering, and I got to think some of the audiences too, since this is the red light report, did you use red light therapy on your daughter in the recovery process of cancer? And if so, yes, did, I did used the, the cancer site. I used the sun. Okay. In certain, hours, during certain hours, I was out because I didn't have, at that time, this wasn't out because the PBM photobiomodulation red light basically even came out after COVID. So I was figuring out that in Egypt, the, the architecture was based on the positions where sun would go in in such a way and they used the sun. You can use the sun at a certain hour, but you have to know what hours you're going to use it. Okay. Because you can't be there after 10 o'clock. There's a lot of, I think there's a lot of information about that in the internet, but, or else you can find it in a library, but that's, that's very important. Sun is very important. You can't, you can't get out of the sun. Now, in what I've been doing right now, I use the red light. I use the red light and I use it in different ways. I fell down at one time and I hit my head. I used the red light. Nothing occurred. Everything went away. I had cut and I used the red light and that was years back. I used to have high blood pressure years back. I do not have any high blood pressure anymore. I used to have aesthetic I don't have that anymore. And the thing is, they're always talking about genetics. You know, your family has this, has that. Yeah. My father, my mother had that, but I don't have none of that stuff. Thanks to my red light. And that works out great. Now, if you want to feel good, I'm going to tell you a secret that everybody should know. Before I came on, Mike, to talk to you and talk to all your, your people, I put my, my, in the back of my head, I, gave, I gave, gave myself nine minutes of red light with infrared light. It calms you down. It makes you feel great. And that is, is one of the best thing it has. So the more you do it, naturally, it all depends on what's going to be your psychological impact is because if you have a lot of stress you're gonna need red light and near infrared light a couple of times during the day maybe hit yourself in your hips in the back part of your hip in the bottom part that's near the coccyx that most of the neurons connections occur 12 of them to be exact then it'll go to the head then you'll do it in the stomach then you can do it in yeah, your, your bony will do it in your bones. It's just great. And you're going to see what the feeling is. And it's a good thing to deal with that. Let's say that you'll be less prone to conditions. You might not even go to the doctor. Because if you want to know how many times I've gone to, to the doctor in the last 30 years, that's a secret, but you're going to have to guess. <laughs> I'm going to guess zero. So you're going to have to figure it out. And you'll feel good. You'll feel with it. You got to feel with energy. It's just so great using red light in your infrared light. But you got to get the right wavelengths. You got to get somebody that, that is committed. And I called Mike because I saw that Mike was committed. And I saw how he explained. And he's concerned. And this is something that everybody should have. Once you have that, you'll feel good. It's good for you. It's good for your kids. It's good for the doctors. That's why they've been using it for so many years, and we didn't know until after COVID that they were using laser, that they were using photobiomodulation, the dentists were using 
photobiomodulation for dentistry. We didn't find out until afterwards that they were using methylene blue and methylene blue since the 1800s. And then in every, in every ambulance, there's, there's a bottle of methylene blue in every hospital. And it's in between the, the, the first most important things that the World Health Organization says you have to have, methylene blue. So those are the things we found, found out afterwards. So sometimes bad things are a blessing. And COVID, for most of us, we have to say some of our loved ones died. But we realized a lot of stuff. And now we have to take control. We have to help the doctor. But we have to help ourselves. We have to minimize going to the doctor because it's, they're overwhelmed with sick people. We have to get back, everything back into check so the country will function. People will be healthy. And people will be able to live good lives with their families where they don't have to be suffering or being in a hospital each time something happens. Red light and near infrared light. Study it. Find out about it. If you don't know, ask about it. But I always encourage everybody to find out by themselves because that's the best way to convince yourself. And don't say if it doesn't work because if you decide it doesn't work, it's not going to work because the power of the mind is just so great that you can cancel out yourself. Yeah, you can make the placebo work for you or for against you, right? You can either believe it doesn't work or believe it does work. And in in either case, it's probably going to be true, right? Yes. But I would ask you, Mito, just out of curiosity, maybe you don't want to answer this, but, and this is not like I'm asking for your medical advice. No one's a doctor here providing medical advice. We're having a conversation amongst friends. But would you, or what are your thoughts on using red light therapy on an active cancer site? Is that like a big no, no, or is there some potential there? What are your thoughts? Oh, well, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you. I've done it. I did it because I doing a favor to a friend of mine. I said, I'm not a doctor. I'll help you out to radiation. Okay. I also advise them the rats that they used to use that radiation allowed dose they used to use because I also control that because I know that the amount of, of, of radiation you can use, not because you have to use it because that's what doctors say and that's what they've been doing for many years. So, but you can, if somebody is giving themselves radiation, they should use, they should do red light before and after. I know I used it. I, I was, I was testing it really. And I was astonished how, how good the person came out. Person wasn't able to, to, to sleep, had inflammation in his legs all over the place. I didn't touch him because I'm not a doctor. I repeat, I didn't touch him. I just, it's a friend. And I said, hey, you want to try this? Let's try it. Okay, so I go with it. I put it, I put it there. I put it 16 minutes. I'll tell you the, even the amount. I use both red lights, 670, and a combination of near-infrared. And I hit it. And I did the whole body by parts. I didn't do it completely. I did by parts. Okay, hitting specific areas. Okay, that I knew that possibly that could help him out. The guy, the, the person told me then, uh, called me up. The other day he said, oh man, I slept real good. But there was a characteristic that you must know that you know if it works, it doesn't work. You're going to go a lot to the bathroom. You're going to piss a lot. That's going to be something you're going to do after you do that. Because you, if you hit, you're, if you hit your, your kidneys, it's going to happen. And he told me, man, I went to the bathroom a lot. All night. Yeah, and you were getting out the stuff. 
because he was taking chemo. So he was getting out the stuff, okay? And he's taking radiation, so we're gonna decrease the levels of radiation because what we're, what we're doing, we're not, we're not interfering with the, with the, uh, uh, the red light is not interfering with the with the, the the medical treatment no it's not it's it's something that goes along with that and helps out because if you're using radiation you know you're going to kill you're going to kill your 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 important cells mitochondria if you're using certain vaccines you know you're going to kill mitochondria by the reaction of nanotechnology and photocatalysts when you go out in the sun. So if you know that, like I always say to my friends over here, uh, okay, you're taking that? Okay, why don't you do this? I did that. Take 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C ascorbic acid every day. Build it up. After you eat, just take it. You know, but divide it during the day. And see what happens. Let me know. And people that... Uh, that were involved with, uh, that had been involved with certain things were able to say, hey, that works. <laughs> of course it does. Because what we're trying to do is build up. Why do you, you want to kill all the cells? In, within the cells, you have the mitochondria, the eukaryote, okay? And, and the mitochondria, okay, they say it, it's a cell. It's a bacteria that made synergy with the eukaryote and it's working and that's why we're here today that's what builds up that's what builds if you take that down you take yourself down and red light builds up your mitochondria builds up your defenses that's why nature has this when you have the sun you have plasma on the sun like you have plasma on yourself and that's something well People find out, go out there and find out, explore, convince yourself. But yes, in cancer, for cancer treatment, as, as an adjunct, you, you can use red light. I used it with a friend of mine. It worked out nice. I use it with another friend and I use it with another friend. Okay. And they kept on getting their chemo and they felt good. And someday, Mike, if you're here, I'll present them to you. I'll be glad to present these, these people. It's just incredible. It is incredible how it works. And a lot of people should be talking about these things. Okay, one of the things that I am concerned about is some of, some of the people are saying that they are for this, but they don't talk. And you have to, you have to talk about this because everybody needs to know about this. Because there's, there's doubt. If there's doubt, oh, it's okay, this is not going to work. A light, a uh, light, you're going to give somebody a light? How's that going to work? Well, I'll tell you one thing. If the light doesn't work, then just stay out of the sun a couple of, a couple of weeks. You're going to see what's going to happen to your body. That's why a lot of people are sick, because they stayed out of the sun. You need the sun to live. Without that, you do not live. And it's very important that since now we, we live in an environment where it's closed, especially in, in, in wintertime in the state, you should get, you, everybody should get a red light and have it, and have it in, inside it. You know, you give a dose once, two, three, three times a week. It all depends how you feel, and you're going to feel good. 
and you'll decrease the probabilities of getting sick. Okay? But you're going to have to find out for yourselves. Okay? Nobody's going to tell you about that. No, you're going to find out for yourself. And if you do it, you're going to say, Mito, 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 my God, you really did say it. <laughs> yes, of course. So do it. Do it. Get a red light. Call Mike. Get one of those, and he'll select the, the, the best one for you. You want a, a full body? Get a full body. You want it for the head? Get a head. You want it for Alzheimer's? Cut the, the Alzheimer's from the beginning. Make sure you're, you, you get oxygen. Make sure your mitochondria in the back of your eyes, well, you have a lot of that, a lot of those, gets the, gets the sun. Make sure that you're out in the sun every day besides the light. No more than until 9.30. You'd say 10 o'clock, but I'd say safety feature always up to me is a half an hour. So I'd get up to, to 9.30, okay? And don't worry about the UV because if you have the UV is low, it might take three or four. Four, I have no problem with that. So I get, I get some, but I don't get any UV after, after, after over here with the intense sunset that we have after 9.30. A.M. in the morning, then I get maybe one, maybe two. No big deal. Remember what I said initially? Probably 50, over 50% of rays are, which are cast, are, are balancing out the UV is red light and near infrared light, which you do not see. So again, a lot of good points, Mito. Just quickly back to cancer. So I know some of the concerns are that since red light therapy increases the energy of your cells, that by the red light might increase the energy of the cancer cells and help spread the metastases. Are you saying that that's basically not a concern because the red light therapy is going to help the mitochondria produce energy, which will help the healing process, whereas... If you just do chemo, you're going to be killing all your cells anyway, which is going to leave you no energy to thus recover and feel vibrant. So you think the red and the near-infrared light isn't necessarily benefiting the cancer as much as it is helping you fight uh, against it? Yeah, I do. I, but at least what I've seen with my friends, I can tell you that. But everybody is a different case. Now, if you have disbelief and you are tense all the time, and then you're receiving chemo, believe me, you're going to go down. I, I want to say it as it is. I, I want to be blunt about that. So there's no way that anything's going to help you if you just decided that I'm dead. Because most of the people that get chemo, their defenses go down. And I'll tell you something, about, uh, another thing about myself. One of the things that I was related to was to the pharmaceutical industry. Okay. Not that I work for it. As a manufacturer's representative, I had some lines that I had to go in there. And what can I tell you? I can tell you that some, some, of, those, some of the people within those, in, in those pharmaceuticals told me, don't, don't use this stuff, okay? And that I can tell you. Because some people right now are saying, don't use that stuff. And there's people that's talking about that. Now it's coming out about the COVID vaccine. And you have to find out more about it, okay? Now, it's very important that knowledge is freedom. Knowledge is health. Knowledge makes you do things that you want to do and that make you happy. 
But if you stay and you rely on somebody else, you have, you have problems. So, you know, I always try to tell people, you have to decide. Because if you don't decide, somebody else will decide for you and they might commit a mistake. And, and the chances are high that they will commit a mistake. And one of the things I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you in, 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 is that if you look at probably most of you, like I have seen people that retired and they started going to the doctor and they used to walk. Then all of a sudden you see him with his, with his cane and you see him with these, these things that the doctor has. Nobody's wondering what's going on with that, why that happened. If, he's going, if the person is going to the doctor, aren't they supposed to better? The thing is, in a given moment, you might not know about high blood pressure. And you're gonna say you have high blood pressure when you don't. But you gotta find out what's the threshold of the blood pressure. There's a lot of things. You gotta find out what, what is really the threshold of diabetes. So if you look for those things, you'll find it. But nobody's gonna tell you because you have to find it and you have to convince yourself. Now, like I said, if you think that you can't do it, keep on going to the doctor. But if you think you can do it, do it and keep on going to the doctor, okay? Because the doctor is gonna, is gonna monitor and is gonna make sure that you're okay. Because this is, you do things in team. I don't believe in saying getting rid of, of doctors, this is ridiculous. No, you do things in team, but people have to help themselves if doctors are to help it. Because if you tell a doctor, okay, I'm gonna take a, 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 a Tylenol and it's all over the internet, and you know that Tylenol is gonna, gonna affect your, your liver, you have a problem because you're taking too much. Okay, maybe one or two, and the instruction that tells you about that. If you're gonna take it, B, make sure that you use the doctor's instruction. He'll tell you how to take the Tylenol. But don't go and, you know, like many people take they call it Tylenol, then they're accusing the, 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 the medication that, it, it's not, that did that to them. No, you can't say that. It's you. You decided to take a whole bunch of Tylenol all the time. You go to the doctor and ask him if it's okay. He's going to tell you about that. That's why it's important to, to do, be, be, in, be part of a team with a doctor, with your doctor, somebody you trust. And they're going to help you out. Like, like it happened with us. We had a doctor that was trustworthy. And he said, you go through here, you go over there. And when, when our daughter was in this situation, and we overcame that. So our daughter prepares. I'll tell you something very nice. They said our daughter wasn't going to have any kids. She had three. They said it wasn't going to be normal, a normal birth for the three. It was normal birth. They said they were going to, they were going to be sick. They weren't sick. I can tell you, my my grandkid got COVID. He was he was he just couldn't stop. You know, he was a man. He was going jumping all around. So that's how that's how 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 healthy they are. And they tell you the way they eat is similar to what I eat. And the way they 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 treat themselves to health that way. Do they go to the doctor? They do. It's teamwork. And they have a doctor that's trustworthy. You know. But people should look at it that way. But be respectful responsible to yourself. Don't deliver your whole life to the doctor and then say it's his fault. It's yours. It's always ours. So once you do that, 
you're fine. So that means that if you're listening to me about cancer, you can beat it, but you're going to have to take serious decisions. You're going to have to find out what the liquid is. Find out what it is. It's in the internet. And then you decide if you take it. I know a psychologist, which is, her name was Echevarria. And the lady was 36, and 36 years old when they diagnosed her with cancer. And what happened? She didn't take chemo. All she did is change her form of eating, and she died when she was 99 years old. So what is it? It's, it's, it's decisions. You always have to make decisions. And you have to stop being scared because once you're scared, they got you. And you're going to be doing a lot of things to try to take care of yourself. So look at your life at what it is. It's a God-given blessing. And it's great to know because know the truth and you will be free. And that's the way I see it. And that's the way it's taught. And you can see it in any belief that you have. You want to find out, Allah? You want about Taoism? You want to find out in Siddhartha, Buddha? You want to find out, Confucius? Find out, and you can see that everybody's talking about the same thing. Speaking of decisions, speaking of decisions, sorry to cut you off, but I I have a question. You've mentioned it multiple times now, but what? How did you learn about, and what was the deciding factor for you to start taking methylene blue? Which, as you preface at the beginning of our conversation today, you don't take anything synthetic. Um, in mm-hmm. kind of in this murky area of methylene blue, which is a synthetic, but it is a massive, massive mitochondrial booster. And as you already explained, has some amazing photodynamic dy- properties for both the sun and, and of course, red light therapy. Yes. So how did you learn mm-hmm. about it? And again, what was the deciding factor for you to start consuming this synthetic substance? Okay. It could be considered synthetic, but the way it's made, it's organic. Now, the thing is, that if you have people like Dr. Francisco Gonzalez Lima, and he knows what he's talking about, and you listen and you explore what he said, because I didn't take it for granted because he said this works great and all that. I had, I had this person that I know, another friend, and the friend has his, his wife has been with nine years with Alzheimer's. So you can imagine the state that the person is in. And I said, hey, why don't you try this and, and do a combination of red light and, and this recommendation from Dr. Gonzalez, uh, Francisco Gonzalez Lima, methylene blue. The guy does it. And one day he finds his wife that was shouting and things like that. She was in the bathroom looking at everything that she didn't see in a long time because she was gone. And so you just have to be patient and you have to believe because it's out there. Methylene blue was it's the, the oldest medication that, thank God, FDA hasn't been able to touch it because it has no side effects, okay? Properly used naturally. <laughs> but it has no side effects. The side effects that you have is the, whatever you might, the condition you might have. And sometimes it's a cure condition. When you have the cure condition, you're going to feel it. If you have excess, 
oxidation, you drop the oxygen, it goes into the, 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 the process of the compartments for compartments to get up to the ATP, then it's going to develop and go, go into your brain and your brain's going to do what it has to do. Mitochondria behind the eyes, it just goes beautiful. But you have to, you have to work on that. Everybody has to work that. So methylene blue, I can say, to me, it's an organic thing. It works. It works that way. It's metabolic. Okay? It's not chemistry. It works metabolically. Anything that works metabolically helps out our body. That's why methylene blue is so good. Here's a follow-up question, I guess, to, to that good synopsis of methylene blue. Who should and or shouldn't be using methylene blue, in your opinion, based on your experience and, and what you've learned? Well, right now, the, 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 the discussion is around if people are taking, what do they call it, serum uptake inhibitors. Selective serotonin. Okay. Intake. Yeah, but you know, you got you got to think about that. Really? Okay. Maybe I don't know. I take a decision. I know somebody that did, and use just a couple to find out what would happen. Nothing happened. Now there's doctors that are saying it right now, like Doctor Francisco Gonzalez Lima. He says, "Nah, that's not gonna do anything." But I am. I don't agree with him, even though he's the doctor, and I'm not. I'm gonna since. What I do is, as engineering environmental scientist, is study the proof of concept. I got to know it works in trials, okay? I got to know it works once, twice, three, four, five times, but in real conditions. Don't give me this condition where I'm going to have a controlled study because that's not the reality of the world. The world is different conditions. Everybody's in a different situation. If you notice that some people that come from Africa or come from Europe go to the States and they get sick because there is different conditions, environmental conditions that affect. It's not a question if you want people there or you don't want people there. But if you're going to come from one place to another and your, you, your environment has set up uh, defenses on your behalf and you go to another place, you know you're going to die. When the colonization occurred in Puerto Rico, and in, in the States, a lot of Indians, not Indians, the population that was there at that time got the sickness of the people that were coming for Europe. They didn't have no defenses. So if you're pushing it, you know you're going to have a whole bunch of problems. And there's going to be conditions that are going to be reoccurring if that happens. So these, these movements have to be controlled, you know, and have to be studied and have to be checked. And that way, you can be sure that nothing will occur, you know, because that when years back, you would have a, an injection because of typhoid or something like that. And that worked, you know, and you go to another place, nothing would happen. You'd come back and you'd be healthy. Okay. But some people didn't do it at that time. And that was around. And some other sickness that was around, tuberculosis was around, you know, until they found out. Here we go again, the sun, that's what helped you out. So these are things that one has to consider, and it's going to work fine, and you, everybody's going to be fine. But you have to, once again, you have to look at everything in detail. Don't let it for somebody else. I, I have a saying, and it starts out with, I don't trust you. Okay? <laughs> okay, then I go to the fifth, and I say, I don't trust you. 
But then when I get to ten, the tenth, number 10, now I really don't trust you. So now I have to find out. And then I start investigating. So it's going to be hard for me to trust until I am convinced that this is that way. And then I'll be sure that what I say is correct. I won't tell people don't go and do that. No, because I'm not a doctor again. And everybody says the same thing. You're not a doctor. Okay. But I'm the one that gets sick. I'm the one that has been able to get out of the sickness because I've done some things. Doesn't that have a value? Of course it does. So that's something I can tell people. But I'm not a doctor. I'm not a biologist. But I'm going to work on teamwork with the doctor because there's always something that they're going to give you. And they are very important. Things will get to a point in the future where doctors and the people will be a team and where there'll be health. Because right now, that's what's going on. And there has to come, the change is coming. It doesn't matter what they do. It's coming because people need it. We know now that people can be cured. We know now that methane bluises. We know now about red blood. We know now about a whole bunch of students out there. So that's something that's not going to, you're not going to be able to stop it. It's just too overwhelmed in this world now. And in Europe, the beautiful things that are going out right now. John Metalfanos from Australia, he's just great. People should check him out. Check out Michael Hamlin, Stair. Check out Glenn Jeffries. Check out all these guys and listen to them and go to their site and, and look at their studies. But don't rely on that. If there's something weird there, say, okay, you got to study, you got to study and you're going to find out. Because they're, remember, these, these are human beings. They're trying to do their best. But they can, they can miss too. Everybody can miss. We can all miss. And we have to have that in, in mind always. So that's why I'm so distrustful. And that's why when I get to 10, I really distrust. As it relates to... I guess we'll call it mitochondrial medicine. Of course, we've highlighted red light therapy, methylene blue. I think you can easily throw the sun and food in there. Are there any other low-hanging fruits that you've been utilizing for yourself or that you're learning about to, to further bolster one's mitochondrial health? Well, I, I use, I, one of the things that I, I like is beets, boiled, preferably, or steamed. Okay. Why beets? Because beets has a lot of minerals. Okay, I need, I need photocatalysts. I need uh, photoreceptors for my friends in there. So I try to give them that. I try to give them spinach. I try to give them asparagus. I try to give them a whole bunch of stuff that, that I know right off the top of my head. You know, those are the things I eat. I try to, to eat fish. You know, are you worried about the skin and the fish, cholesterol? I'm not worried about cholesterol. I go out in the sun, make sure it goes down. Now, if you want to, do I check my, my, my blood count? Of course I do. Who reads it? <laughs> You'd be surprised who reads it. Now, the thing is, just like in the case of everything, like our daughter, to make sure that she would prevail, we read everything. And to give you an idea how it went, in one occasion, we caught somebody committing a mistake. I don't know if they did it on purpose and not a doctor. And then we were there. And when I read a MRI, they were telling me that they had a cancer. I said, no, that's not it. And I explained to the person, the doctor was disturbed. 
So I called up the, her main doctor and the doctor said, you got to listen to this gentleman because that's why I, that's why I studied the thing. That's why I got, my wife and I got into a medical library to find out about things and we keep on doing it. Okay. But you know, that, that is, that is something that is, 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 must be done for people who can do it because not everybody can do it. See, I'm, a, I'm an academic. I, I'm one of those freaks that studies everything. And, you know, if you want to, if you want to talk about holistic, I'm going to combine plants, agriculture, photobiomodulation, laser with food and medicine and a whole bunch of stuff. I'll combine the whole works and these, my surroundings too. You know, the materials that would, would absorb red light to control certain factors so it'll be as reliable and the efficacy should be high once I know most of those factors. So there's a lot of things that I take into consideration because I'm not a doctor and I'm not going to mess myself up or my wife or any of my friends that helped me to assist them. Okay? But I do not deal with medicine. I do not do that because I'm not a doctor. I assist. I am a counselor. I counsel you. And you take the decision. Only you, the person, takes the decision. Mito, I want to bring up one last point here based on some of our previous phone calls. And, and you kind of brought it up briefly here during our conversation today, but I'd love for you to go a little more in depth. And that is the impact that your mentation or your 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 thought processes or where you are emotionally and how that affects the potential of the effectiveness of your red light therapy treatment and, and the nuances that may or may not be the nuances of how your emotions can affect red light therapy and vice versa. Okay. Initially, I noticed when I had, when I, you, you get mad about an injustice or something that was going on that I didn't like it, I noticed that I would decline. And I was doing red light. And I said, what's going on? You know, I feel weird. Then what I, the, the way I, I discovered it is precisely that. I went back to the red light and then went, everything went up again. And I said, okay, then that means I have to be careful with my emotions, my feelings. Now, if our spirit is the energy, that means that if I inject negative energy into my spirit, that's going to go all the way into my body. And that's going to disrupt all my physiological processes. And it's going to affect everything metabolically. So I have to, I, I, I said I had to change these things. And that's what I did. Like right, like right now, I, I like to explain a lot. If you notice, Mike, I try again, make sure that I go over something. Because people have to understand, I want the people to feel free. I want people to be happy. I want people to believe, okay? But if you don't believe in anything and you're negative and all the time and you're doing this, don't, don't expect that a, a light or something is gonna, is gonna fix you, not even any medication. Because you're always complaining about everything and your spirits are low. And you heard that before, spirits is low. And that's true. When your spirits are low, you are low too. And so as it relates to 
Well, let's say if you're you're either feeling negative or stressed, is that going to necessarily impact how your body receives the light or or the proper dosage of the red light therapy treatment? Do you see it that way necessarily? In my case, no. Okay, I can tell you about me. In my case, it just boosts me up again. See, for example, if I if I'm because I have a I have a routine. I I love I love red lightning and the infrared, and I have a routine, and it's just incredible. So I don't go down now when I'm out there. I'm in the street because there's environmental factors, uh, carbon monoxide, a whole bunch of people, and you wouldn't believe the energy that negative energy that some people have. They just bombard me all the way. Sometimes you feel, I, I don't know, if most of the people I'm sure have been in a place and all of a sudden they, they say, God, what's going on here? It feels awful. And it's just the level of vibration because we are, we vibrate. And just like the, 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 the red light vibrates, but the red light vibrates in nature as I see it. Okay. It's organized. Okay, just as the plasma in the sun is organized and deals with the earth. And just like the earth receives the impact of light and goes back out into space. So it's good and it's not going to hurt you. And it's going to be good for all the people of, do, of doing this. But then you have to get out of that mentality which you say that you're being you're failing because a lot of people think they're failing in life and they're not it's just the things that everybody learned in a given moment different things everybody have different pathways and you feel like that but you you can you can get out of there but you have the best thing is nature what's out there you want to con be contemplating go out there in the sun Get under a tree and get some red light. Bounces off the trees, off the, off the leaves of the tree. Have your red light in your house for winter. And you're going to feel great all the time. And you're going to feel happy. Never by day in the summer, we say. <laughs> well, Mito, this has been a really interesting conversation. I've learned a lot, as I have in the previous phone calls we've had with each other. You're just a wealth of knowledge. And, and to your point, a lot of your knowledge comes from direct experience which you can't get by reading a book or listening to a podcast. Like you've lived it and you've witnessed it time and time again. Uh, so it's, it's really impactful, I think, to hear from a person with your experience and knowledge base on top of that. Uh, so I appreciate your time illuminating all of us today. If you have any other last thoughts you want to share, I mean, you've, you've given us a lot to think about already, but any other last thoughts on red light therapy, methylene blue, yes. real health or anything yes. else? I want to I wanna say to everyone out there that it's very important that, that you might, might have liked what I said. But I always tell everybody, please doubt me and find out if what I'm saying is true or not. I can, I can uh, make a testament to myself because I did a lot of things and I've been able to, to make the proof of concept real. And if you do that, you'll get stronger. But you got to do it yourself. You know, I want everybody to do that. And I thank God and the people that are listening to me that gave me the opportunity to be, and you, especially, to give me the opportunity to be in the pro and 
I appreciate meeting you. Thank you once again, Mike, and thanks you to all your listeners. Absolutely, Mito. Is is there? Do you want people to one more thing out to you? Yes, one more thing. Sure. My name is Sixto Aniavistamanich. One time. Beautiful name. Mito. <laughs> okay. Also known as Mito. Do you want yeah. people reaching out to you if they have any further questions or like on social media or otherwise? Or do you have? Yeah, I don't have social media because I never did. So I did. They want to send uh, an email. I'll try to answer as 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 reliable as possible. I will not give any indication, but yes, I can. I can recommend them. Well, use this. I could probably tell them. Okay, I use this wavelength and I use this. But it's based on what I do. Sure. And you can do it. And I can tell them my weight and then all that. And then said, okay, because sometimes it has to do with weight. Sometimes it has to do with color of skin. Sometimes it has to do with uh, eyes. Sometimes it has to do with vision, nose, teeth. Uh, there's a lot of things that, you know, sometimes I take into consideration when I'm going to make a, uh, a recommendation and the person's going to take a decision. But it's gonna—they're gonna take an uh, informed decision, and you know, whatever uh, they want to contribute to 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 our mission, please do, because we have a lot to do. Amazing. So you want me to leave your email in the show notes for the podcast episode? Yes, you can do that. You can do that. And, All right. Appreciate know. that, Mito. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll—I I got it from our previous emails. Uh, so I appreciate you doing that for for the people who have other further questions or or whatnot. Because again, with your wealth of information, I'm sure people will want to pick your brain. Yeah. With everything that you've brought us today, I appreciate it, and and I have no doubt we'll have you back on uh, the podcast because I know we have many more rabbit holes to go down, and you have a lot more mm-hmm. <laughs> information that you could share. So we'll s- certainly do that in the future. Uh, but for today, appreciate your time. It has been Mido calling in from Puerto Rico. This is Dr. Mike Krakowski. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Red Light Report. And you guys have an amazing week. Thank you for listening to the Red Light Report. If you like what you heard today, go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes and other podcast platforms to help spread the word so other people can learn about the many health, wellness, and longevity benefits of red light therapy. If you're looking for more educational content, check out our Instagram page, at biolite.shop in our YouTube channel, Biolite. I'm Dr. Mike Belkowski, and I'll see you on the next episode.